Food Buffs, I'm your host, Lillian Yang. And I'm your host, Fakri Shafai, and you are listening to Food Nonfiction, the incredible true stories behind food. This is a story about the carrot myth, which comes from our parents telling us to eat carrots because they help us see better in the dark. Of course, I grew up hearing about carrots being good for your eyes, but I'm not, I'm not convinced that there's a great deal of scientific evidence. Carrots are good for you, but I don't know that they specifically are amazing for your vision. But I'm not a food scientist. So where did the carrot myth come from? To answer the question, we spoke to Maya Hirschman. My name is Maya Hirschman. I'm the manager and curator at the Secrets of Radar Museum in London, Ontario. Some researchers believe that the carrot myth started as a cover-up for British radar technology. I don't think it's an understatement to say that radar was one of the single most important technological developments of the Second World War. It predates World War II, but it really came into its own during the war. Radar technology was being developed at such a rapid pace during World War II that any new breakthroughs had to be kept secret. Each new advancement could put you ahead of the competition. While at the start in 1939, Britain principally was using it as a defensive weapon, so it was looking to see the Luftwaffe coming in to bomb, the Germans had also developed radar, and uh, they were using an offensive radar to guide their bombers. So when the British Royal Air Force developed their airborne interception radar, it was definitely top secret. Airborne interception radar, which is known as AI for short, was used on aircraft for air-to-air combat. The German Air Force, the Luftwaffe, often attacked at night, and AI gave the British Royal Air Force superior night vision. So it was really important for British aircraft to be equipped with radar so that they could defend against German bombers day and night because radar helped air crews basically see, quote-unquote, see in the dark. One pilot was particularly good at using radar to take down German planes in the dark of night. His name was John Cunningham, and he was nicknamed John Cat's Eyes Cunningham. In order to steer German suspicion away from new technology, Cat's Eyes' abilities were attributed to him eating a lot of carrots. It sort of sold the sexiness of carrots to the British public who were like, oh, well, if our fighter pilots are eating all these carrots and it makes them better, it, it makes carrots less boring. And we're more willing to use carrots because they're nutritious and they were readily available. People working with radar had to keep quiet and let carrots take the credit for their work. Now, in Commonwealth countries, the Official Secrets Act is basically it's state secrecy. So this is top you know, government or military secrets. And uh, the minimum period was 33 years. In this case, the radar personnel were under the Official Secrets Act for 50 years. So the Official Secrets Act was implemented to keep these men and women quiet. And for the most part, they really kept quiet. So radar may have been the reason that the carrot myth was created and was able to gain traction. But the myth also played a secondary role. This one is more straightforward. Britain promoted carrots as a night vision booster to get people to eat more carrots. At the start of the Second World War, Britain was importing more than 50% of their food, which means that they could only produce less than half of their food needs if they were cut off from imported food supplies. Lord Walton, who was the Minister of Food at the time, 
said that the Second World War was a food war. Only if Britain could sustain their food supplies could they help to win the war. So, along with rationing, the UK Ministry of Food launched the Dig for Victory campaign. The idea of the campaign was to get people to turn their gardens into little vegetable farms to grow their own food in. Not only would this replace the loss of imported foods, some of it sunk by the German Navy during transportation, less importing would also free up the merchant ships for war use. For example, for transporting troops and weapons. Have you joined the ranks of this great new army? Young men are doing it. Young women, children, old men. They know that food is just as important a weapon of war as guns. By the way, the United States Department of Agriculture also encouraged Americans to grow produce in their gardens. They called them victory gardens. Using the right tools for the job and using it in the right way. Bakri, can you read the Dig for Victory slogan for us? Dig, 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 and your muscles will grow big. Keep on pushing the spade. Don't mind the worms. Just ignore their squirms. And when your back aches, laugh with glee and keep on digging till we give our foes a wiggin. Dig, dig, dig to victory. What's a wiggin? <laughs> what, what does giving our foes a wiggin mean? I don't get it. Hmm. Uh, hit them? <laughs> <laughs> a whipping, maybe? Okay. <laughs> it was a successful campaign. By 1943, there were over a million vegetable gardens. People planted things like carrots, potatoes, and cabbages. One vegetable that was more plentiful was the carrot. So the Ministry of Food wanted people to start using more carrots and meals, but it wasn't a popular vegetable at the time. In order to promote carrots, the Ministry of Food introduced Doctor Carrot as a carrot mascot. Lord Walton, who, as we've mentioned, was the Minister of Food, asked Disney to help create more carrot characters. Disney obliged and created a family, including Carroty George, Clara Carrot, and Pop Carrot. According to the World Carrot Museum, Disney offered one more character called Doctor Carrot. But as we mentioned, the Ministry of Food already had a character named Doctor Carrot. Leaflets with these carrot mascots, alongside recipes for using carrots, were distributed. The campaign for carrots generated tons of creative carrot recipes, like carrot fudge, curried carrot, and carrot pudding. The Ministry of Food also used a BBC radio program called The Kitchen Front. To share all kinds of rationing tips and recipe suggestions, one episode gave the recipe for carrot curry, which actually sounded pretty good to me. Here's a clip from the show. Daisy, Daisy, Ali, have your breakfast on the table. Okay, I'm just coming. Here, you started cooking early in the morning. What are you making? I'm making the stuffing. So let's have Maya summarize the purposes for the carrot myth. So it served two purposes: to mask this. Highly classified technology that was actually what allowed night fighters to see at night, and it sold carrots to the broader public, who might not have thought to use them in in things like cakes and pastries and all sorts of other things. If you want to hear about the many stories from World War II radar veterans, then visit secretsofradar.com. And if you're in London, Ontario, then go and visit the museum in person. The museum was created by radar veterans to finally share their stories after 50 years under the Official Secrets Act. You know, some of the the most seminal histories of World War II were penned 
during this period. Uh, films were made, documentaries, dramas, you know, TV shows, interviews were done, except that none of the radar personnel from the Commonwealth countries could talk about it. And so their story is largely omitted. If you go back and you read the books about radar during that 50 years, it's like there were 10 scientists who developed all these different types of radar, and then it just somehow magically worked itself. Food buffs, we should note that carrots are really great for you. Carrots contain beta-carotene, which the body converts to vitamin A, which is important for eye health. So your parents really did give you great advice. It can't hurt to eat more carrots, although having too many can turn your skin orange. But if you are already eating decently balanced meals with no vitamin deficiencies, then don't expect the extra carrots to make much of a difference. As in, don't be expecting superhuman night vision. Thackeray, while we're on the topic of World War II in Britain... I feel like we should also mention the Women's Land Army. So the Women's Land Army was established to get women to work on farms, helping to fight food shortage. These women worked the fields and managed the livestock, and members were referred to as land girls. I found lyrics to two songs referred to as land girls songs. So, Zachary, go ahead. (laughs) From a BBC article, Back to the land, we must all lend a hand. To the farms and the fields we must go. There's a job to be done. Though we can't fire a gun, we can still do our bit with the hoe. And from a website called womenslandarmy.co.uk, I'm milking. At last I can actually milk. It took me some time, but I stuck it. So now I milk Buttercup, Daisy, and Jane. And I really get froth on the bucket. I think by next week I shall even milk four. My word, we are winning the war. That is so cheesy. It is. That's terrible rhyming. (laughs) (laughs) Food Buffs, if you enjoyed this episode, run over to iTunes, leave us a review. It is extremely important for podcasts, and we love to read your reviews. Definitely. And if you happen to have any great carrot recipes that you think should be shared with the rest of the food buffs, please post it onto our Facebook page. Finally, I just want to say a special thanks to the guys at Public Service Broadcasting for letting us use their amazing music. Thanks, food buffs. Bye. Have a great week. Using the right tools for the job and using it in the right way.